Hey, y'all. Welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week, we're going to talk about Selena, the series, Minari, the HBO documentary Heaven's Gate, Let Them All Talk, and The Prom, a good old pair of Meryl Streep movies. I know she had a good weekend. always. (laughs) What? She had a good weekend. Yes, she really did. Truly. That's what my dad said. He said, Meryl still works. (laughs) I said, yes, she does. Uh, With me, as always, my wonderful co-host, Adrian McMillan. That's me. How are you doing? Great. Just great? Yeah. Great's good, I'd say. Yeah. Anything exciting happen this week? Um... I got that footage back that I've been sitting on for months and months and months. And it was beautiful. My Super 8 footage, yeah. So I need to start using that more. Although, again, I think we've discussed this. It's very expensive, given how much footage you actually have. So I really don't blame myself, but I do Mm -hmm. want to start using it more. Do you have a lot of film? I have one more canister left. So I filmed three little... Or I will have shot three little films once I complete uh-huh. that one. This is your trilogy that'll go on your Criterion Collection Blu-ray. <laughs> it's so expensive. Yeah. The three, I think, canisters of film that I got all together shoot like six or eight minutes of footage. And for the film itself is like a hundred bucks. And to develop each one is like a hundred bucks. Uh-uh. I know, but it's special and it's nice. Exactly. It is very special. Yeah. I was talking to Roger about it and he, my boss at work, and he was like, can't you just use your phone and like put a filter over it? And I was like, yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, it's definitely not the same. No. There's a quality to that that you will not be able to recapture in an app. No, exactly. Exactly. And then I I want to challenge myself to try to like figure out how I could res- like record sound with it. Yeah. It would just be a matter of recording the sound separately and syncing it up, you know. Yeah, exactly. Which you could probably figure out. Yeah. So maybe I need to make like an actual short film and submit it to a film festival. You live with a screenwriter. <laughs> I keep think I I just love documentaries. I think that's what I need to do. Yeah. Wait, I haven't, and no, I have an idea, but we'll, we can talk about it another time. Okay. Um, what else was I going to, oh, I meant to tell you, you know, my lovely uh, camera that you got me that shoots the little Polaroids, the little mini ones? We got you that? Yes, for Christmas. I don't remember. And you know, that was a really good gift because AI was not expecting it in any way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's fun to open up something that just, like, is totally out of left field, but, like, you love. Right. But um, I have been buying the film from Urban Outfitters because Uh that's the only place I ever saw it other than ordering it. Uh Uh-huh. And I've realized that they have it at Walmart for literally a third of the price. Oh, yeah. Is it the Fujifilm one? Yeah. Yeah. I could have told you that. I, well, I had no idea. I'm I guess sorry. I don't really look in Walmart in L.A. like that. Yeah. But, yeah, so I got some more, but it was, I was like, wow, I should, part of me was like, what if they stop selling it? Should I buy, like, five? Uh, I don't think they'll stop selling it. 
yeah, I don't think so either, especially uh, especially not online. So what at Urban? It's like let's say how much is it? Twenty dollars for like a pack? Sometimes it's like thirty three or thirty four or something like that. And at Walmart, it's twelve dollars. <laughs> I mean, how would the, how is Urban Outfitters still in business? I, I mean, I I mean, I, you know, I work for a company where they quadrupled the price for everything. Right. So. <laughs> People are clowns. I was at the dealership yesterday getting um, my car serviced and over here in Hollywood. And they were selling Febreze car scent, whatever, for $8. And one people of, will buy it. One of them. At Target, you can get two for like $5. Yeah. I mean, it's just people are there, so it's convenient. They're like, oh, let me grab that. Right. Yeah, it's like they sell the car mats, the floor mats at the dealership, and they're like $2,000. And then you can get them on Amazon for like 12 bucks. <laughs> Should we just keep listing the things you can get one place and then at the other place it's cheaper? <laughs> yes, for sure. Uh, Diet Coke. Some places it's like $6 for those boxes, and some places it's like 4 yeah i mean even think like any venue you go to you buy one diet coke and it's like seven dollars and you can get like five boxes of it well that's okay we can i promise i won't keep going with this but i've never quite understood the joy of a bar because you are paying an insane amount of money for a beer or for whatever drink and you could buy a whole pack of that beer for like half the price of that one yeah so, like, I get it, the social aspect, but, like, how miserable. Yeah, you're just flushing money down the toilet. Yeah, I mean, I definitely flush money other places, too, but still, it just... <laughs> you know, when you go to, like, Chili's and people order a margarita, it's, like, 12 bucks. Right. It's like, what? Yeah, that's not worth it. Um, okay, well, the first thing we're going to talk about is Selena the Series on Netflix. Did you watch it? What do you think? Did you have any interest in watching it? No. Have you seen Selena the film with Jennifer Lopez? I think I did when I was younger. I was about to say, if you ever turned on the television, they used to show it like on every channel. Yeah. Um, well, this is it's going to be two parts. Um, and the first part is out now. It's eight or nine episodes some of them were longer some of them were shorter does mm. that make sense some were like an hour some were like half an hour oh interesting um eh. here's the thing i love pop culture so i like the whole entertainment industry world being like told in film but eh. <laughs> have you ever just watched something and said meh Oh yeah, I started this show on HBO called uh, on HBO Max called How to with John Wilson. Have you heard of that? Uh-huh. Yeah. We started ten minutes into it, and Patrick and I were like, "Eh, we turned it off." Yeah. The difference is you're smart and turn it off. I'm like, let me just watch all nine of these. Yeah, exactly. I am not wasting nine hours <laughs> of my life. The the girl who plays Selena, she was in Twilight. As <gasps> who? She's Angela Weber. The first Twilight? She's in the whole series, I believe. <gasps> I can't even, I don't even know who that is. I don't either. Angela Weber is a friend and classmate of Bella's who is described <gasps> as tall. <laughs> <I quite. laughs> 
Is she the friend <laughs> with the glasses? Girl. Um, that takes pictures in the first one? She's not in all of those movies. No. Angela's portrayed in Twilight, New Moon, and Eclipse. Okay, you need can you Google the picture a picture of Angela Weber? Yeah. Hold on. If she has glasses, I'm gonna be I'm Weber gonna lose Twilight. My Let's see images. She does have glasses. Does she have a camera? Yep. I cannot she, believe that that's her. She's Selena. <gasps> okay, well, I mean no shade to her, but I have no idea what she's done for the last like fifteen years. She ha- she hasn't done much, I'll be honest. Wow, good for her. Yes, and I will say this. There are certain moments where I was like, okay, this girl is, like, an interesting choice. But there were other moments where she looks just like Selena. Wow. Um, But, yeah, she the first episode is her when she's a little girl, and then it bounces to that girl. Maybe, you know, she jumps, like, 15 years in age in a year. But that's okay. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, I understand it's a, it's a show. But the problem I had with it ultimately was they barely t- – like you don't get to know Selena. as Like they don't give her a personality. They don't really go into her story. They more go into her dad and his struggles with trying to get them in the industry. And then her brother and like how he handled all the stress of like having to write all the songs. Um it isn't until the very end of the season when they go into her relationship stuff with her eventually husband that we see any, like most of the scenes aren't even with just her. You know what I mean? It was odd. Weird. Yeah. So like it was a, it's an interesting story. Obviously the music is fun. I thought the girl is so likable. Uh-huh. Um, and Carlos from Desperate Housewives, which I know means nothing to you, but he was uh, her dad, so I love seeing him in something. But, eh. <laughs> Are you going to watch see part two? Oh, for sure. Without even a doubt. And when's that coming out? I don't know, but I mean, I'm not in any hurry, to be honest. <laughs> well, that's good. Now, I also, we don't need to talk about it in depth, but I watched that Euphoria thing, the little mini episode. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh! You what love- a miserable hour! Um, you're um, in the group of people, a very small group of people who didn't like it. I enjoyed. I loved Euphoria the season. I just thought, like, I don't really need to watch her have a conversation with the man at a table for forty five minutes. Yeah, they are fantastic actors, but it just part of what the joy of that show was the whole ensemble of people. I see what you mean. I don't know if that. There was joy in that show. Either that maybe not be the right word. <laughs> yeah, aren't they all like drug addicts and stuff? Yeah, it's, it's a little sad. <laughs> um. Okay. Next up, we're going to talk about Minari, which, which I don't know anything about. Yeah, because you didn't get a ticket. I, I didn't, and honestly, I, I the way my schedule was that day, I wouldn't have been able to sit there and watch it. So it's for the best. Well, you know, it was. It's like playing for like seven days. <laughs> Okay, I got confused. I thought, okay, I apologize. Keep going. What exactly do you want me to keep going about? <laughs> talk about the movie. Talk about what you like. It's what's great. It about. It's about this uh, Korean family who lives in the United States and is moving from California to Arkansas so that the husband can begin his farming dreams and start a farm where he dro- uh, grows Korean vegetables and fruits and whatnot and it's about the relationship and 
his wife's mother comes to live with them and all these crazy things happen. It's very sad. I didn't think it was going to be as sad as it was. But it's, And it stars the guy from, what do you call it, right? Walking Dead, yeah. Steven Yoon, I think is his name. Yes. And nobody else really, or uh, what's his name? Will Patton. You know him? Okay. He was in the new Halloween movie. He played the sheriff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's in it, too. He plays, like, his little helper. Um, it's it's really good. It's as good as everybody said it was, which is why I told you to freaking get a ticket. It's an A24 movie. It is, yeah. And I th- I don't know that it's... It's playing at a, at a drive-in here, but it, that would take <laughs> away from the movie 100%. Do you think all these Oscar movies that are playing only in like one theater obviously so they can qualify for the oscars do you think that they're gonna rush to put them out so that people will watch them i don't know because like minari is supposed to be released in theaters now in in february Mm -hmm. but there was no talks of it like being available digitally at the same time so i i just don't know i mean a24 has like two or three other movies that they've been sitting on i i do not know why they haven't dumped them on like iTunes, you know, for people to buy or rent because people would do it. Exactly. I'm amazed they haven't partnered up with like Apple. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks very good. Yeah. I'm disappointed that you didn't watch it, but that's okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's fine. It's not that big of a deal, but it is really, really good. And you missed out on an Oscar movie. Yeah, that's what really hurts my feelings. <laughs> you know, and Patrick and I were talking about it. That other Kate Winslet movie came out with Saoirse Ronan. Like, you can rent it yes. now. We are like, we're going to do that. We're, we're going to rent that. Why wouldn't we? I, I, and I keep thinking, like, why haven't we been doing this when in any other normal year we would have, A, been paying for, uh, obviously, AMC A-List. Or if you don't have that, you're paying to go watch a movie once until you decide six months later if you want to buy it to own it. So, like, what's the difference? You're right. So there's Ammonite that we're going to rent for $20. There was this other Emily Blunt movie that came out that I want to watch. And we also bought Tenet. So that's going to come out, I think, this week. Should I? And will it be at the Red Box? I thought we said yes. Remember, you Googled. Yeah, I'll look it up again. Um, Next, we're going to go a little deeper into Heaven's Gate, the HBO miniseries. Uh, about Heaven's Gate. It's a cult. <laughs> the cult of cults. The cult of cults, which I was like, what a title. Yeah, but it's true. Well, not actually. I mean, like, did you already get the episode where they talked a little bit about Jonestown? Yes. That is the cult of cults. I mean, hundreds of people died there. Yeah, exactly. But Heaven's My Gate, I think, went, was like um, a big one. Yeah. I just... First of all, we talked a little bit about it. I just, it scares me a little bit that people get involved. Well, yeah, duh. Even the way that they first got them by handing out that flyer about UFOs. I just think, but then they made sense because they were saying like in that moment in time in the 70s, people were looking for that type of like higher spiritual stuff. Yes. So that was just, you know, it wasn't as outlandish back then as it became. 
But the fact of the matter is, still, I mean, they started in the 70s and went all the way through up until 1997, and they continued to recruit people. Right, exactly. So that kind of higher learning, whatever, obviously translated throughout the decades. I kept wondering, you know how their daughter is on there the whole time? Whose daughter? T and Doe's. It's not his daughter, it's just hers. Or her daughter. Yeah. Do you think that she likes talking about all this? I mean, I don't know that like is the correct word. Yeah, I just wonder, like, how do you get those types of people to say yes to something like that? Yeah. I would be so sad. But I, I mean, I get it. She is the daughter of the founder of this cult. Yeah, and at least it's going to be HBO, so you know they're going to treat you well. Yeah, exactly. And they freaking, they did. You know what I mean? They gave her so much in time to give her information and showed all those letters and yada, 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 so... Yeah. It's also interesting, too, and I know you didn't watch Wild Wild Country, but it was sort of the same with that, where they, they you don't, like, there was so much press around it. Like, they show so many articles and clippings and news stories, and it's amazing that it didn't get busted up, you know, prior to it ending in such a sad way. But how? I mean, they talk about they did not help you know they didn't hold anybody captive anybody was yeah. able to come and go as they pleased so they were not really doing anything like legally wrong, wrong maybe morally yeah, right. and like ethically but it wasn't even then like were they really they were just spreading information that they thought was true and people decided or not to believe it yeah you're right and like i told you it could happen to anyone yeah, and there's a piece of me that thinks like, oh, you know, I think this would have more trouble existing in the day of days of the internet now because just like everybody feeds stuff online so easily. But if we see anything from the vow, that's not the case. No, exactly. I think, yeah, time and technology does not restrict, you know, people from believing things. Yeah. Like if, I mean... I, you'll know more once you watch the last episode, but like these people were normal. You know what I mean? They were doctors yeah. and lawyers and yada, 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 and nurses. And it ju- they just, it just came along at the right moment. Yeah. So we can say all we want. Oh, we wouldn't do that. We wouldn't do that. But we probably could and would. Yeah. I would be sad if you joined a cult. Yeah, of course. I would be, well, I mean, I guess I wouldn't be sad because I would think it was the best thing for me. Exactly. It's just like the guy in the vow said, everybody who's in a cult, they don't think they're, they think they're doing, they've caught on to something that like other people haven't quite reached that level of, you know, enlightenment or what, like they don't think they're doing something wrong while you're in it. Right. You just think, oh, I like I've found stumbled onto something kind of cool, and you just run with it. But like in the valley, weren't they like torturing people and stuff? Yeah, now that was a whole other level of it. Yeah. But like at first, that wasn't what was going on. Right. I mean, even in it Jonestown, was- they, they were not. I mean, he was much more restrictive about like where they're going, what they're doing, but they weren't. You know what I mean? Like beating them and hitting them in the face to say you have to believe this man. I don't think. But I mean, it was it was yeah. abusive in other ways. 
Yeah, exactly. And then they all freaking killed themselves at the end. Hundreds of people. So scary. I know. And sad. I know. But I'm excited for you to watch the last one. Yes, I've been watching one a day, basically, is my, like, debrief from the day. Nice. But also, not something to watch before you go to bed, because then I'm laying in bed thinking about it. <laughs> Here's what I thought. I told Patrick, and we were talking about, I genuinely, well, obviously, we all know they die. Um, I just hope that they're happy, and that whatever they thought was real, they ended up there. Yeah, they're fulfilled in whatever way they want yeah. to be. Yeah, and I think they are, really, because, I mean, again, they'll show at the end, but I think they are. I think they yeah. fully, 100%, with every fiber of their being, believe that they were doing the correct thing. Yeah. And that, how can we say no? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and finally, we're going to talk about a pair of Meryl Street films. Street. About- <laughs> You're slurring a little bit, Turi. <laughs> The first one, Let Them All Talk, uh, which is on HBO Max. It's a Steven Soderbergh film. It has basically five people in the cast. Meryl, Diane Weiss, Candace Bergen, Lucas Hedges, and Jimma Chan. Okay. <laughs> Period. <laughs> first of all, all I kept thinking was nobody will watch this film. No. And I loved, I told you I loved it. I thought it was such a good movie. It was a very good movie to watch at home. Meryl was being, like, I mean, they were all just being great versions of themselves. Diane Weiss was, like, exactly like she is in every movie. Very, like, caring, supporting, sweet. Uh, Candace Bergen was, like, you know, she wasn't the villain. Like, she wasn't all those, like, early 2000s rom-coms. But she was, like... She had her same snarky sarcasm, and a lot of it was improv, and I just thought, so Candace Bergen is actually a very funny woman. Yeah. Because some of her little zingers, I was like, how is she coming up with this stuff? Right. She's funny. Um, And Meryl was, you know, a water, like a different version of Miranda Priestly a little bit, like that kind of unpleasant you know, woman, but she was absolutely wonderful. I loved it. I thought it was such a good movie. Would I like it? I think you would. It's basically just like four or five people on a boat. They like, she wins a prize in London. She doesn't like to fly. So she brings along her two friends and her nephew. And they are going through all these different, you know, relationship struggles and dynamics while they're on this boat. It's, I thought it was fascinating and very good. Remember when Steven Soderbergh said he was retiring and he's made like 10 movies? Literally. And, but most of them have not been that good. Awful. They're awful. (laughs) But this I thought was a great movie. Remember we saw Unsane in theaters. That was so bad. Yeah. So I think at this point he's just trying to have like do something a little weird and enjoy himself. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, and he just with the A list of A list stars. <laughs> also, Lucas Hedges, like he really has had a crazy couple of years. Yeah, but he's not. I don't. I mean, he's not a movie star. You know what I mean? Like, where when is he going to be in like a huge blockbuster hit? That's what I was telling my dad because he had no idea who he was, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I just said, I don't know if that's the his path. Maybe not. But he, I mean, you think like in the, how when was Manchester by the Sea? Like three years ago. I mean, he has worked with like every A-list actor or like awards type of actor that ex- has existed. Yeah. Um, and he's good in all the movies. That's very true. Yeah. Um, so that's on HBO Max. The other movie that Meryl Streep came out with this weekend or that came out starring her was Prom on Netflix. Yikes. Um, it has her, James Corden, Nicole Kidman, uh, Keegan-Michael Key. Andrew Rannells. Andrew Rannells, Carrie Washington. <laughs> and then the new girl, the main girl is someone who's new-ish. And the other girl is who's going to be Anita in West Side Story. Oh. Prom, first of all, when they sang it on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which is the extent of me being exposed to it, mm-hmm. I thought it was, I was like, oh, this is so corny. <laughs> and it was. <laughs> it was exactly what I expected it to be, which was like a terrible, very fluff musical. Yeah. I bet on stage the songs were all fine, but totally forgettable for the most part. But on stage, I'm sure it is so fun and like over the top and a mu- I mean, it's a Broadway musical, like in the old fashioned, like glittery kind of way. And I just don't know if it translated that way that well to a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just thought it was fine to watch once. But, like, the, nobody was bad. It's not like that. It's not like the people were bad. It just, it was so cheesy. And so, the dialogue was bad. Yeah, so it's like the content. Yeah, I will say this about uh, Selena, too. The dialogue is literally like someone is writing for the first time. <laughs> Maybe they are. Yeah, it is like somebody re- I mean, it just doesn't sound like people that are actually speaking. Um, But yeah, this was fine. It had a lot of really good, like, funny lines. And like I said, the songs were all fun. They auto-tuned them all to death, so they sounded... I mean, Meryl was hitting notes that she's never hit in her life and never will. But she sounded good in the movie. That's all that matters. Yeah, I enjoyed it one time. I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. Maybe once in like 10 years. <laughs> I didn't add any of the songs to my Spotify. And I know I've told you before, but if I watch a musical and I, at the end, I'm not looking up a song, I think that's a miss. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a fun time one time. Wait, this is so off topic. Did you know that Mank- Herman Mankiewicz from Mank, his grandson is Ben Mankiewicz from TCM? I look. I realized that when I, I when I looked it up while I was watching the movie. Everybody, it's just all nepotism. I don't care if they never met. I don't care if he didn't do nothing for him. It's nepotism. <laughs> and if I don't make it, that's what I'm blaming it on. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, is there anything? Oh wait, I meant to ask you: Did you see all the things that Disney announced? Did any of those stand out to you as things you're dying to see? Um, literally not a single thing. 
<laughs> I could not care less. I'm not watching Moana the series. I'm not watching Tiana the series. I'm glad that they are existing for the people that want to watch them. I'm not watching any of those Star Wars shows. I'm not watching any of those Marvel shows. Maybe WandaVision. I am excited for that because it seems interesting and different. But I don't care enough about the characters. You're not going to watch Buzz Lightyear starring Chris Evans? I mean, of course I will. Patrick will want to, but... Eh. What, can Why they not just like Tim Allen doing it? Because this is like uh it's like an origin story. <laughs> so his voice is too old? No, it's like based Buzz Lightyear is apparently like a toy in the Toy Story series based on like a character of like a fictional man in the Toy Story world. And oh. that's who Chris Evans is playing. Is oh, like wow. the man that Buzz Lightyear the toy is based off of. What? Can you not just like create something new and original? No. <laughs> like what? Well, I just don't get it. They're tapping into all of this like IP that they already have. I guess that's what they know will make money. Yeah, definitely. But it's forever. I mean, like for the next 10 years, we'll just always have a new Star Wars show, always have a new Marvel show, always have a new freaking Pixar show, I guess. Okay. But Enchanted too. Oh yeah, that should be fun. Um, yeah, that I'm looking forward to, and obviously Sister Act. Oh yeah, Hocus Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. But again, here's the thing with Sister Act and Hocus Pocus: if it's not going to be good, I don't want it. <laughs> because those are like class. I mean, I guess not classic like Gone with the Wind, obviously, but like they they are such good movies. Yeah. I just don't want it to be stupid. Well, take that it with a grain of salt. Be. Yeah. Is Sarah Jessica Parker going to be in Hocus Pocus? Yes, too? they all are. Okay, then I'll. I mean, what a great week for Kathy and Jimmy. What else happened? She's in Sister Act also. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the most news she's had in decades. No, she was on Veep. She did King of the Hill for like 20 years. Oh yeah, I'm just kidding. She works like crazy. She's and she's also fantastic in everything she's in. Rat Race. I mean, come on. <laughs> Stop. That's, I mean, I love that movie. Yeah, Rat Race is one of those movies that, like, when it came out, it was a joke. But like, also, every person on earth has seen it at this point and loves it. And Whoopi's in that. And Whoopi, yes, exactly. She remember she stops at the place to get uh, nuts. Yeah, for the score roll. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good oh my gosh um anything else you want to say well, no by the next time in seven days when we do this again it'll almost be Christmas <laughs> isn't that crazy have you been lighting up your tree all day every day uh yeah I bet that's nice. I know. I really should start, like, wrapping the presents I have here. Yeah, I have them all in a corner. I'm going to wait and do it. I just don't want the cats to mess them up. Yeah, I get that. Also, we had to send your gift to Darlene's address. Sorry. I'm not upset by that. That's where I'll be on Christmas. Okay. Oh, that's even better. They couldn't deliver to the P.O. Box. Oh, yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah, a lot of companies don't do that. So then what? What happens? I well, uh, it's. I mean, it, they try to send it to my dad's street address, but sometimes it goes to the neighbor. Sometimes they say they can't find the house, Ugh. which makes no sense. 
on one side it's i shouldn't say the number but it's 10 something something 10 on the other side it's something something uh four so obviously six would be in between the two right i mean it's I like, mean, like us. It that hard yeah for us it's we're seven five six six and a half yesterday literally i was walking from my car to come in and the ups guy had something for me and was delivering it to seven five six six and he was like do you live at half yes the sign is on the other way. Like, this is not 7566 and a half. Do you live at a half? Yes. I just don't get it. Like, why That's couldn't we me. just be like A, B, C, and D? You know what I mean? Yeah, the half is strange. Yeah. And it's weird. Like, we all have in our building all have separate addresses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for you in your building in Hollywood, everybody has the same address but different units. Yeah. I'm seven five six six and a half. The person across is seven five six four and a half. The people downstairs are seven five six four DeLong you know what I mean? Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. A half. Are you a half? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he just handed it to me through the gate. I was like, Thanks. Well, that's good. At least they didn't chuck it over like they do in our apartment. <laughs> well, they do that for us too. That drives me nuts. <laughs> it's just sitting on the ground, something I paid for. <laughs> Also, it's like at the post office. If you hand them something and it's in a box, they, the guy throws it in the bin. <laughs> I'm like, sir, I understand that like you don't care, but at least do that where I can't see it. You got to start putting fragile on it. They don't care. <laughs> no, they don't. I'm just squished. <laughs> anyway, I hope everybody's having a great week. Everybody stay safe. Take care of yourself. Stay away from people. Only two more weeks till Christmas. Almost Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Happy Hanukkah to everybody who's celebrating Hanukkah. Yes, that too. All right, bye. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. If you like what you heard, and we know you did, then hit the subscribe button. Want more? Watch our videos at youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell. Follow us on Instagram at at Curry Terrell and at Adrian McMill. Follow us on Twitter at at Curry Terrell and at Yo Adrian McMill. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash let's chat with Curry. Have a question for us? Email us at let's chat with Curry at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, y'all.